Hello, my name is Ernie Vecchio, author, trauma psychologist, and mentor, inviting you to join me on the Heart is Compass podcast. As is always the case, the path forward is inward. I will see you on the inside. As I was going down the country road this morning, a truck went by, and I kind of waved at it, right, and I just kept on walking. And then I saw—I thought I saw this gray stick in the road, and because it was right in the middle of the road, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. Of course, the closer I got to it, the closer I got to it, it was a squirrel, uh-huh. a gray squirrel. And apparently, the truck had just clipped his nose because he was standing there, stunned in the middle of the road, with his nose bleeding. Uh-huh. And it was the oddest thing to see a squirrel there, and, and literally the nose, I mean, his blood was dripping off of his nose. Hmm. And, but as soon as I got up close to him, he darted off, you know, and did what a squirrel does. Yeah. And as soon as it happened, Irma, what came to me was, this is how I feel when I am being what I am. Hmm. This is how I emote when I have to be what I became. This is how I emote when I have to be what I am. Boy, I can kind of relate to that. (laughs) This is this idea of the psycho-spiritual void. We come into the world with this is how I feel to be what I am. And then we switch to this is how I emote to be what I became. I don't think I've ever heard you say the psycho-spiritual void. I don't think Uh, I've ever heard you say that. I've been witnessing over the past decade or two of the gap between, you know, how you think is how you feel and what you believe you become. That's the medical science piece, right? Mm -hmm. I've been watching those two get further and further apart in in the helping profession is the ego does, it polarizes. So it polarized to how you think is how you feel, mm-hmm. which is all the cognitive behavioral therapies. And so what you believe you become is unconscious, and that's in the psychodynamic range, and so nobody's touching that anymore. That was the Freud's and the Carl Jung's and whatever. Mm-hmm. So the unconscious is no longer in the awareness of the public. So the squirrel doesn't go home. And his wife goes like, well, what happened to you? (laughs) It's a list of predators of a squirrel. And it's a snake and a fox and owls and eagles. Nowhere on that list was a car. Oh. We come into the world in a fixed kind of way, and our predators end up becoming us. We're the predator. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So let's say the squirrel went home and the wife says, well, what in the world happened to you? And he goes, well, I, I was darting back and forth across the road and I got hit by this thing, whatever this thing was. Well, you need to be more careful and there's, you know, you need to stop playing chicken with life and the squirrel would learn shame or guilt. Uh. So this is how I emote to be what I became is either guilt or shame. Uh-huh. And there's no escaping that. I mean, once he's not stunned anymore by what happened to him and his nose stops bleeding, he'll continue to go out and do whatever a squirrel does. He's not going to bend into the psychology of what it means to be a squirrel. And that literally is, is the whole premise of my work, mm-hmm. the whole premise of all that, that uh, because that, that squirrel doesn't have an ego, he doesn't have that. 
how do you get people to understand? I mean, I get it. I totally get it fully. If you go get a degree in psychology, what you're studying, one of the first courses you take is abnormal psychology. You're not taking a course in what's normal. Even the therapists are not being taught what normal is. Well, that's kind of an important piece. How does it make sense not to point to what's normal? It's no wonder I feel what I feel. There's missing pieces in everything. What I love about this work is it covers all the pieces. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It covers the entire experience. I came into the to the world not with this is how it feels to be to be what I am. I came in the world with this is how it emotes to be what I was forced to become, mm-hmm. which was shame. Mm-hmm. So I came in on that end of the equation, working back towards the middle. You came on the other side of the equation was this is what it feels like to be what I am. Mm-hmm. And what you became was the person who wore the glasses. In order to survive, yeah. And with those glasses came naivete, came, came some visual impairment. Visual impairment of truth. Not just truth about, about the world, but even truth about yourself. Right. They tint your color of the world, but they also tint your color of yourself. Right. That's that psycho-spiritual void that I'm talking about that is just not being addressed anywhere, yeah. anywhere, anywhere oh that I'm aware gosh. of. And it helps to know what you had to use to adapt. It helps to identify that oh, yeah. so you can work yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we call those defense mechanisms. Whatever coping skills that you came up with, maladapted or not, they work. And so, and that's why I say to people all the time, if you go into your closet and dug up uh, a blouse or a sweater that you wore when you were in middle school and you tried to put it on, you'd find out that it doesn't fit. Well, that's a defense mechanism. Uh These defense Mm -hmm. mechanisms are created when we're very young and we don't collapse them until we suffer through them. We have to let them go. And that's the self-correcting part. If you leave the system alone, if you leave a human being alone, to write itself. It's just like the body. If you cut the body, it then sets out to heal itself. Uh-huh. It's the same thing with the soul. If you, rip a, if you rip a hole in the psyche of the human condition, if you get yourself aligned with all of those pieces, it will heal itself. If you don't get yourself aligned with it, it'll fester and stay and leave a scar, and it'll be triggered for the rest of your life. Wow. I'm always trying to find new ways to talk about the work I'm doing, and, and that squirrel kind of gave me another metaphor this morning that if that had happened to us, we would have thought that we were being punished by life for being the wrong kind of squirrel. Uh-huh. Yeah. If that had happened it's to us. so simple and so crystal clear. It's a simple way to talk about that psycho-spiritual void. And the void is real, very real, and the spiritual community is not touching it. The consciousness people aren't touching it. Psychology as a profession has muted because of this cognitive behavioral movement, which is now considered the gold standard for psychotherapy, but they're forgetting what the gold standard was before. It was the study of the unconscious. That was the gold standard. We all have a good dysfunction because we all have maladaption to cope and deal with life as it was. And, uh, and that's why I like that second phrase. This is how it feels to be what I am, not who I am, but what I am. Mm-hmm. This is how it feels to be what I am, and then this is how it emotes to be what I had to become. Uh, and the distance between those two is psychological disorder. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> the needle turns in our compass heart. 